On today's expert series, I have the pleasure of speaking with Brienne Logori, who is an author, certified coach, and passionate advocate for living with joy. She wrote her new book, Claiming Your TGI Today, to help people find happiness today instead of waiting for tomorrow. So we're going to be talking all about how to take back control of your life without waiting for the weekend but harnessing the moment that you have today. So, Brienne, I love to just start these interviews by asking, for you, what does it mean or feel like to be aligned with your purpose? Oh, Jamie, this is such an important question. And for me, um, I would say my purpose is is a joy connector. So helping people find more joy in their life, really connect to that like inner spark, the fire in our belly that just really brings us true joy. Mm-hmm. And I would say, honestly, though, like I didn't even know too much about purpose or even how to connect with that probably until the last seven, eight years. Like it wasn't something we talked about growing up. It's not something we talk about in school. I think maybe kids do now, but back when I was growing up, like it wasn't a thing. And it took me really to go through some difficult stuff in my life in about 2015 and kind of dive into the spiritual awakening to really start realizing like I was kind of, you know, focused on on everything outside of myself to be happy, right? It's like that next job and what house do I have and what do people think of me and all of that. Mm -hmm. And so through that spiritual awakening, I realized that true joy and happiness is really when we connect with who we are, what matters to us. And when we ultimately start to live our purpose and make choices to really live by that. Mm -hmm. So now that I'm doing that full fledged, like everything has changed. I think your relationships become better because you're genuinely a happier person. So you become a better parent, a better partner, a better business partner, whatever it might be. It really has such a huge impact. And I also find like, for me, it's, it's a compass, right? For decision-making. So if I'm kind of like, you know, looking at a few decisions I've got to make in my life, I will always pull out the the purpose meter and kind of say, okay, how does this align with my purpose? And if it doesn't, the answer is no. Mm. Mm, that's beautiful. Such a beautiful answer. And I want to touch on something you said inside of there, which is like, society doesn't teach us to think about this. Schools don't teach us to think about this. And I think that's crazy that they don't because it's like the reason we're here. So I would love to just hear from you, like when you were in this, so it sounded like for a lot of your life, you know, we weren't aligned with purpose. And I think that's normal, but I would love for you to touch on those areas. A little bit more. Yeah, absolutely, Jamie. So like, the way I see it is that we're conditioned to live in a society where we're seeing success as everything outside of ourselves, right? So we're not doing it on purpose. It's from the day we're born, we're told we need to hit all these milestones and these achievements. It's like, okay, you got to graduate, you know, high school, then you got to go to college or university, then you get married, then you have a kid, then you, you know, I don't know, land this great job and collect more things and whatever it is. And we're taught that success is all of those things. Like how many times have I heard someone say, oh, that person's successful because they've got this great job. Um, So I think as a society, we really need a fundamental shift in the way we're defining success. It is not truly about all of those things because those things will never truly make us happy. 
because there's always going to be someone with a bigger house, loftier job title, what appears to be a better relationship, whatever it might be. So you, we are always going to be in this place of chasing. And so if we start to kind of really go deep inside and think about what actually matters to me as a human being and start to kind of connect those threads with our purpose, we are going to live a much more joyous life. And then that actually becomes our definition of success, simply being ourselves. Mm, Absolutely. Absolutely. And now if we were to rewind back to when, before you had this spiritual awakening, like what, what was that feeling like? What was life like for you? Cause maybe someone's listening right now and, and they're kind of feeling this way, but they're not really sure. Yeah. What to do about it. Yeah. So for me, um, I remember sort of like doing kind of a, a bit of an inventory of my life and going, okay, I seem to have it all right. Like I've got the awesome job, like big corporate job, um, you know, the family, the house, the cars, all of those things. But why am I asking myself the question, is there more to life? And so if you are out there asking yourself that question, is there more to life? Or you have that kind of going on repeat in your mind, that is a sign that there is time for a shift for you. Because, you know, the contracts, constructs of society and the way they've told us success looks is just not fitting for you anymore. And it is time for you to dive deep and really get to know yourself so that you can make choices to live that path. Mm, Absolutely. And I, I feel like we've all gone through this at some point, just because, you know, maybe we're raised in a family where the parents haven't pursued their purpose. So, so they're seeing you want these big things to happen and then their fears, their insecurities, they're putting them on you. Did you deal with that? as you were starting to wake up to this world that you had been living in? (laughs) Oh my gosh, a hundred percent. Not necessarily through my parents, but a lot through extended family or friends. Um, A year and a half ago, I quit my corporate job and I had a really successful corporate career. I was in corporate for 18 years, tried pretty much every job in the company, was a, a manager, a marketer, a trainer, like you name it, I did it and had lots of fun doing it, frankly. Like I really loved it, but I was kind of being called and pulled to something else. Mm -hmm. And so when I announced that I was leaving my corporate job, like everybody's ego fired up, right. In, In protection mode, like, are you crazy? Like you're making, you know, big money and you can live this life that you, you know, with no worries and all of those things. Um, so I think it takes a lot of bravery to kind of sift past that because, it can actually cause you to go back, you know, into your ego and say, Oh, my gosh, those actually maybe are the things I care about, about obtaining all of these things. So it is work every single day. And as entrepreneurs, right, like, it it can be tough. And we have, you know, ups and downs and highs and lows. Um, And it can be easy to go, okay, I'm gonna listen to the ego and go back to these, you know, safety security net jobs, rather than following my true passion and purpose. So conscious choice every single day to connect to the purpose and make sure that I am making choices to live by that. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And okay, so you had this calling, so to speak, okay. And what did that look like? I mean, did you, did you say, okay, I'm going to quit my job and then I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do? Cause so many people get hung up on the how, or did you have the idea land? And then you're like, okay, cool. Now we've got to make it a reality. Like, did you have clarity after you quit your job? 
I did actually. Okay. So for me, like we're planners, right? So we're always mm-hmm. making sure we have, you know, everything in line financially. So actually this was about a five-year plan. Wow. Um, so this wasn't something where I just quit and I said, okay, I'm going to figure it out. I actually was working, you know, on the side for many years, writing my book, uh, mm-hmm. building my coaching certification program with my business partner. Um, it, it's not easy. It takes a lot of hard work. And then while we were doing that, like we were, we were squirreling money away to say, okay, I've got a couple years income in the bank so that I don't then have to take on jobs I don't want to do out of fear, out of ego. Mm-hmm. Um, so setting yourself up uh, is really, really important to be able to just really fly. So you don't feel like you have to scramble and just take on anything and kind of grasp at straws. Mm. Wow. You did a lot of planning then, but I love, I love that you always had that intention. Yeah. Like you, you knew your purpose and that you were going to be stepping into it. It's like, we just got to iron out a few things. Very opposite to what I did. I walked into my, <laughs> I literally walked into the office uh, and I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I'm moving to Florida. I'm moving to Florida. <laughs> Woohoo. And so I just like left and I was like, I'm not, I'm going to have to figure it out now. I don't know what I'm going to yeah. do. Yeah. Not a good idea. I'm, I have to say, but it's all right. We, we ended it up here. It all works out. It all works out. Like, whatever path you take is the one that's meant for you. Um, and it ends up where it's exactly meant to be. It's so true. So yeah. then you kind of teased there about <laughs> how you took some of this time to start writing your book. So yes. I would love to hear more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So my book is called Claiming Your TGI Today. So this is I the book it. here. Um, it is all about helping people find joy in today instead of waiting for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So gosh, I mean, this is uh, thinking back about four years is kind of where the book actually started. And I, I honestly, I'm I'm not someone that set out to be a writer. Okay, so I'll put that out there right now. Like this wasn't even something that I said, okay, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to do it. It was actually in that moment where I was starting to question my life and say, is this all there is to life? Like what's kind of happening here? Why do I feel this disconnect when I have everything on the outside? And that was the moment where I realized, okay, my definition of success isn't lining up anymore with societies. And that is the moment where I realized, oh my gosh, like we are living in a TGIF society. Mm. So what I mean by that is like, it's not just about Fridays, right? We all love a good Friday and we're all, you know, seeing the memes on Instagram and LinkedIn. Like who doesn't love a good Friday? We've, we've had a busy week. We deserve it. Time to rest. It's when it's more than about Fridays. So when we look for that next job promotion or that next relationship or the next house or the next bonus check, whatever it might be to bring us our happiness. And so when we're living in this life, we're constantly in this chase mode, chase mode, chase mode, and we never actually arrive because when we get to that next milestone, we get that next job title, as I had many, (laughs) we don't fully arrive and enjoy. We actually set our eyes on the next thing. So that was a huge epiphany for me. I realized I was living that life. People around me everywhere were living that life. I could see it in people I was coaching and people I was leading, friends, family. TGIF was the way we live life. And still many of us do today. So through that, I made it my mission to find out how the heck do we find more joy in today instead of you know waiting for it somewhere in the future where it's never actually going to happen. Wow. And so 
Yeah. So through that kind of epiphany, um, I started kind of researching and interviewing people that I was coaching, people that I was leading through conversation, because I wanted to find out what are the factors that go into people's joy. And that is where the TGI Today formula was born. So it's it's in my book. So TGI Today, if we want to get there, the formula is purpose plus people plus pace divided by a power of choice. Mm-hmm. So if anything in our purpose or the people we're spending time with or the pace of our days isn't lining up with our happiness, then we have the choice to do something different. Mm-hmm. So that formula kind of came about and I thought, okay, this is kind of cool. This is kind of fun. Like I wrote it down on scrap paper and I put it up on the wall and I thought, awesome. And then I ended up having a meeting with my business partner who I lead another business with. We lead a coach certification training program. And I said, Hey, you know, Belinda, take a look at this. What do you think? And she's like, Oh my God. Like she grabbed a pen. She starts scribbling it down. And about a month later, she's like, Hey, Brie, like, I can't get that formula out of my head. Like I put it up on my wall and I'm using it to make decisions in my life. Will you come and present this to my women's leadership group next month? And I thought, oh my God, that sounds super scary. Like all it is, is a formula. I don't know what to say. don't know what to do, but yeah, yeah, I'm going to do it. (laughs) And then from there kind of snowballed one thing to the next. And then I had a workshop and then it was a workbook. And then it was like a, you know, book prototype and, Then I have 20 people reading it and giving me feedback. And then through three and a half years, it became a full-fledged book, all through leaning into those tiny little moments and just trusting that whatever was meant to happen next would unfold. And then all of a sudden, here we go. It's a book. (laughs) Wow. That is the most incredible story, especially how the idea landed and how, how your business partner like pulled you and couldn't get out of her head. Now you've got to repeat that formula one more time. I'm sure uh, not just me. I'm taking notes over here. I'm writing this formula down. It's about to go on my wall, but for anybody listening too. Absolutely. Okay. So TGI today equals purpose plus people plus pace divided by the power of choice. Wow. That's so powerful. And I, uh, I'm now I'm now I'm seeing, I'm like, yes, because even in my life, if I ever feel like one of those elements is like slightly, like the scales are tipped a little more than it feels comfortable. It it's true. It just doesn't feel in alignment. Mm-hmm. So this is just such a, such an easy, simple way to just check yourself. Yeah. I love it. Oh, cool. Thank you. <laughs> So then you started implementing this with clients in your book, and this kind of became the mission statement, basically like driving your business. That's amazing. Yes. Shows you the power of having a really good framework. <laughs> Just got to throw mm-hmm. that in there for anybody listening and building a framework right now. Uh, so what shifted then after, like, we know that this became like everything in the business, but what started happening with your clients? Cause you mentioned they were struggling with the TGI Friday before, and now you've implemented this, what changed? Oh my gosh. People are just able to see it in a really simple way. Cause I think before, like the thought of trying to find more enjoy, more joy in life feels like really big and really intangible. As soon as you throw this in front of people, they're like, Oh my gosh, I get it. Like it's, it's so much more tangible. And then we actually work through each of the steps mm-hmm. of the formula. So we do work on purpose, people pace, 
And then the most important is we talk about how can they exercise their power of choice to make real change. And it has been absolutely life-changing for people. Wow. That's, that's amazing. And I know what you're speaking of. I actually, I did a podcast episode on this. It has to be maybe almost two years ago, but it was like, why living for the weekends is a red flag. Mm. And it's true. Like I can think of so many people that I've met in my life that, yeah, it just feels like Monday through Friday. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not there. Yes. We're like zombies, right? Just, yeah. 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 Like, and I, I, it's funny. I did a LinkedIn newsletter about it. It was like the walking dead. It's like, I feel yeah. like we're surrounded by the walking dead. Hmm. hundred percent. Wow. Whew. And then, so can you share, I mean, and I don't want you to share all the things, but can you share any bits inside of this formula that could help someone, you know, find one of these elements or improve something in their life today? Yeah. So purpose is probably the, the most appropriate one to go into, yeah. of course, uh, based on your, your topic and focus. So purpose is so important, as you know, and I think when we say that word, like people get a bit anxious and squirrely and nervous, like they're like, I, I have no clue even where to begin. Like you probably see this all the time. And so there's a few things that I've learned about purpose through this process and through my journey. Um, and the first one is that purpose does not need to be this big, huge, grand thing, right? So it doesn't need to be climbing Mount Everest or starting a charity or just, you know, I don't know, moving to Bali and meditating every day. It doesn't need to be that. It can actually be found in simple moments. So moments where we feel joyful, where we feel most ourself, where we're in that real creative space and time kind of stands still, doing something we love. Those can be purpose moments. So that is the first thing that I talk about. It kind of helps bring people back down to earth on the topic of purpose. It doesn't need to be massive. The next thing is it grows and it evolves over time. So as we change and we grow and we increase our ability to have impact on the world, our purpose grows with us. So that also helps people to kind of ground a little bit around this because they don't have to feel attached to whatever they come up with today around their purpose. They can trust it will continue to unfold. So that is a really, really important piece. You know, was my purpose when I was a little girl, what it is today? No, absolutely not. Because I've learned a lot in my life and now I can have a bigger impact. And so that was a really, really big awakening moment for myself and a lot of people that I work with. Hmm. The other thing, there's a couple more things. And so purpose isn't necessarily something we do, right? So it's not a job title. Like for me, yeah, I'm an author. Is that my purpose? No, my purpose is actually the impact that I want to have. So I'm a joy connector. So through my work, I help people to connect with their joy and I can shine my purpose through in so many different ways. So I was doing that in my corporate job as a manager, as you know, the head of the coaching uh, program that I was leading with managers as well. I was able to help people connect with their joy um, through my team, but also as I'm training coaches, that I'm helping them to connect their, their teams with their joy, right? So it's a few steps along the path. Um, and then, of course, you know, as a full-time author and coach and speaker, I'm able to do that within organizations now coming from the outside. So that is the thing. It is not a title. That is not our purpose. It is our impact that we want to have on the world. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. 
And then finally, um, purpose is it's all around us. It's already in us. So it's not something outside of ourselves that we need to go and claim and like grab onto. It is already in us. It's been in us since the day we were born. Um, we just need to tune into it. And so that's the tip here is to pay attention to those, what I call in my book, breadcrumb moments, mm -hmm. those signs and those clues around your purpose. So it could be that fire in your belly. You know, for me, that's what I got when I, I'm talking about TGI today. You can probably sense it. I get really excited. That's a fire in my belly. It could be moments where you feel most yourself. It could be, you know, a road sign that you see or something that someone says at the right time. There's so many signs around us. But the thing is, is we're so busy in our days, right? Like how many times do we hear people say, oh, I'm so busy? Mm. We don't take the time to tune in. So that is the important thing for the listeners is to take time, even if it's five minutes here, five minutes there, to really pay attention to what lights your fire. What do you really care about? What's meaningful for you? And then through there, you start leaning in a little bit at a time, and then more and more it will continue to unfold. Mm. I love how you just took such a big, gigantic, scary thing for some people and you made it sound so easy because <laughs> it's like, hey, you're not choosing what you're going to do forever. You're choosing what you're going to do today. That's it. And then you can yes. change it tomorrow. And I, I think so sometimes and this was for me. I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to choose this one thing that I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And I was scared. I was like this deer in a headlights. I was like, I can't choose just one thing. Don't make me choose just one thing. And it was so scary. But this yes. gives this gives anybody permission to step into their calling today. Yes, yeah. baby steps. Yeah. Mm, absolutely. Now, mm, let's see. What else was in there? I would, you know, oh. I'm I'm looking at the choice section. Right. I've got this note in front of me and I'm looking mm -hmm. at that because I feel like a lot of times people give their power away. Yes. So how do you take back the choice? I think it's a mindset. So I think sometimes we're conditioned to feel victim of our circumstance, like life is happening to us. And so for me, it's a mindset shift of life is actually happening for us, that everything that comes into our life, whether it's it's good or difficult, is actually here placed to help us grow as human beings. And so when we start to look at things from that perspective, everything starts to shift and we start realizing that we are actually in the driver's seat of our life rather than the back seat. And so I always recommend around the power of choice, a couple things. The first is knowing your truth, right? So knowing what you want in your purpose or your people or your pace. And the second thing is starting with baby steps. So starting just with a slight shift, it doesn't need to be this big, huge thing because that's going to be overwhelming and not sustainable. So like for me on my five-year journey to kind of figure out what I was doing and, and start my businesses, everything was a slight shift. It, for me, it wasn't a flick of a finger. It was okay, today I'm going to try this or I'm going to meet this new person or I'm going to present to this group. And just really, um, I guess, bringing in that element of trust mm. that each of those things that I was doing would then lead to the next. And then I could make a new choice, the next choice on the journey. And then once you start practicing making these micro baby choices, you start getting really, really good at it. You gain your confidence and your ability 
to then start making bigger choices, really brave ones. Mm, I love this. The whole formula. It's such big topics, but so simple. I just have to highlight that again because I just love <laughs> I love that because if things are difficult, there's going to be way too much resistance to make the change. So this this is amazing. Now, where can your book be found? So it can be found on my website, briannelagori.com. Um, on my website, I also have all sorts of kind of free things that people can dive into if they want to just dip their toe, they're not ready to go for the full book, and they maybe just want to find a little bit more joy, or they want to kind of find out where they are today, so they can start making an action plan, they can do that as well on my website. Mm, beautiful. Now, we've spoken about the book you wrote, but I'm curious, along this journey, did you have any books? or do you have one book coming to mind that really changed your life? Yes, absolutely. So there's two. So they're looking at me right over here. I can see them out of the corner of my eye. I always have them with me. Uh, Wayne Dyer is a huge, huge teacher of mine. Um, he is the one that was really there for me, not literally, right? Because he's not here on earth anymore. But like his podcast, his videos, his books, like really helped me to get through that spiritual awakening and realize that I have the power within to create mm -hmm. a life that I love. So Power of Intention is one of his best-selling books. It's phenomenal. I highly, highly recommend it. Um, and then Eckhart Tolle, gotta mm. love him, right? So The Power of Now has been transformational in my life. Um, I just can't say enough good things about it. Thank you. Yeah, incredible yeah. recommendations. Uh, so then in your journey, so now, I mean, you're doing this, you have your book, you're sharing on podcasts, you're impacting more lives. So what does this formula look like in your life today? Oh, wow. So again, like we're all human, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, I have areas of the formula that I need to work on too. So it's not like, you know, because I came up with the formula, like I've got it all figured out and I live this perfect, glorious life. I need to work at it too. And so for me, one of the areas I really need to focus on is pace. Mm -hmm. So as an entrepreneur, as you know, our days are stacked. They're back to back. It's really busy. Um, I have 11 year old twins, so mm -hmm. I am running them all over the world in terms of sports and this and that. And um, it's a busy life. So pace is a big one for me. And so I've been working on that. I realized that when I get up in the morning, I literally dive into my day. I like get up, I get right on the Peloton and I go, 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 go. And I don't stop till 10 o'clock at night. Mm. And that was actually starting to kind of wear on me a little bit. Like, although everything is fun and good and exciting, exciting energy can actually drain you as well. Mm. So I had a huge awakening probably a few weeks ago when I was actually having a coaching session with one of my coaches that I need a bit of time in the morning to wake up and have my tea and just have a moment to actually breathe before I wake the kids up and get into chaos. So that has been so amazing. Things have really shifted since I've kind of started taking that extra 15, 20 minutes in the morning, because then my day is actually leading with that energy rather than, you know, me leading with this chaotic energy. So it's helped me huge in terms of any anxiety that I was feeling before. It's so interesting this is coming in right now because I filmed something like, gosh, two hours ago, all about this because prior to having a baby, my son's two now, 
Uh, mm-hmm. Prior to having him, you know, I'd wake up at 7.30, kind of roll out of bed, but I had the whole day to like sip my tea and do whatever I wanted. But then having him and waking up to a most of the time screaming baby, because that's just what happens when they wake up. I, I was like, oh my God, it felt like the rug got ripped out from underneath me. And then the whole rest of the day was like a cluster and craziness. Yep. But now it's like, I wish, I wish for the whole beginning part of my life, I would have taken control of the day like that. Because like you said, even just 20 minutes, it can change everything. So that's really powerful. It really does. Yeah, it really does. Congratulations on oh. your little one too, two years old. Oh Such gosh. a fun age. <laughs> it is. Yeah. He's, he's a, a cutie. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> and, sweet. And it's, you know what, that, that brings up a point. Cause you mentioned, you know, from the time they were born, it's like people have this purpose. And so I'm curious, you know, he's starting to understand things now. What would you recommend to the mama with a baby? Hey, how do we help them step into their purpose? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I love this topic because I'm working on this a lot with my, my twins. They're 11 now and they really get this, but I think don't wait till the, you know, he's older start now in terms of the conversations that you're having with him as he grows, like really do what you love. And like, you know, if something's not feeling right, say no. And like all of the things that we live by now, talk to them almost like they're an adult because you will be surprised how much impact it actually has. Like often I think like, Oh my God, they're not listening. And usually they pretend they're not, but things will just all of a sudden come up. Like, so for example, my son, he came home maybe a year ago. Um, He had one of those pieces of paper where at school they pass it around and everybody writes something nice about you. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like supposed to be wonderful and amazing and, and to be, you know, motivating. Well, he came home and he crunched it up in a ball and he threw it on the floor and he said, nope, I want nothing to do with this. And I said, like, Luca, what's going on? Why do you feel that way? And he said, mom, everything everybody put on that paper is all about how handsome I am, how good I am at soccer or gym or that I'm good at math. Everything is a thing. He said, that's not me. That's not who I am. Like, I'm a kind person. Like, I'm a loving person. And so that was a huge moment where I was like, almost like a mic drop moment where everything that I've been teaching them actually is being absorbed, whether I knew it or not. So trust that when you're speaking to him about this, it will get absorbed. It just is going to take time for it to eventually start showing up. Mm. Oh, that's, that's incredible advice. I feel like the same thing happened with my fiance. He's on an entrepreneurship journey, just at a different phase. Uh, and I've been coaching him now for years. And it's like, okay, yeah, everybody's at their own pace. But now I'm just seeing him just like take off doing wow. his own thing. And it's like, you finally, you're like, oh, I didn't know it works, but it works <laughs> like this whole time. It's it so does. And you probably helped it, helped him connect to his purpose. And I can really see that in my husband as well. So he worked in a like a factory setting for many years. He was an electrician and, but dark environment, negative environment. There's a lot of negativity happening there. And he finally decided, I think almost five years ago now to, to follow an entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial route. And oh my gosh, like complete night and day in terms of like his happiness and even their success that people have when they're actually following their purpose is actually kind of tenfold what they had before. It just takes time and bravery to get there. Wow. So cool. 
So, yeah. So now I would love to just ask if you have, do you have anything else you feel called to share to anybody who's listening right now? Yeah, I think what always comes up for me is the term follow the pull. So when you feel pulled towards something, lean into it. It doesn't need to be 100% because sometimes that can take a bit of time and planning. But as I did with my book journey, right, although it was sort of scary to share my formula with people and then go and present at these workshops where I didn't have it fully ready or flushed out, lean into those moments of pull because they will lead you in the direction of your purpose. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. And now one more time, where can we connect with you and find this book as well? So you can go to my website, briannelegory.com. I'm also on LinkedIn, Instagram at at So I would love to connect with you and support you to find your joy. So don't hesitate to reach out. Beautiful. Now, this is something I'm actually bringing on another guest. Now, I'm curious if you could ask this next guest one question that would start off their show with me, what would that question be? Oh, wow. Such a good question. Okay. So I think because the, the focus is around purpose, I would ask them for their advice on how your audience can connect to their purpose, because there's so many different perspectives on how to connect to your purpose and different ones are going to resonate with different people. So any advice they could share on that, I think would be really helpful. Wonderful. Well, I'm excited for that conversation too. So we'll see where it goes. <laughs> Thank you so much for being Thank here. Thank you, Jamie. Absolutely. Absolutely.